From the Financial Times in London, I'm Gideon Rachman and this is FT News. And we're going to talk now about the Hungarian election where Viktor Orban has just won a smashing victory. With me is Neil Buckley, who covered the election. Neil, it looks like Orban's project, if one can call it that, is now very firmly established in Hungary. Give us a sense of why it was so controversial all around Europe. It was very controversial elsewhere in Europe because it had a very nationalist tone this time around, uh, much more so than in his previous victories. And it made very extensive use of something that might be classified as a kind of fake news, which is the allegation that George Soros, the financier and philanthropist, has masterminded some kind of plot to flood Europe and Hungary with millions of mostly Muslim migrants. This reached almost a kind of Orwellian level in Hungarian media, which is dominated by the ruling party, Fidesz, or people close to them. And that was the overwhelming election narrative, even though there were other things that Fidesz could have run on. The economy is strengthening. Hungarians are living better. But that was very much pushed to the sidelines by this kind of anti-migrant, anti-Soros rhetoric. And what do you think Orban is going to do with his new mandate? I think we're likely to see further centralisation of power within Hungary. I think what's very striking now is that the political opposition is very fragmented, very weakened indeed. There's already a very high degree of concentration of media, which is not to say there aren't any independent media. There are, and Fidesz will repeatedly tell you that, look, there are lots of critical voices. The problem is a lot of ordinary Hungarians out in the countryside don't necessarily hear those independent voices or seek them out. So I think we're likely to see more consolidation of the media in pro-Fides hands. We've already seen this week that one of Hungary's most high-profile, best-known daily newspapers, Magyar Nemzet, is closing. So is a radio station. That was announced just two days after the election. And also, Fidesz has made clear one of the first things it's going to do in the new parliament is try and pass a so-called Stop Soros package which aims at curbing the activities of NGOs that help migrants, but it actually could have knock-on effects on the rest of civil society more broadly. So last question, and the big one really, do you think Hungary is still really a democracy? I mean, they will say, well, look, we've just had a free and fair election, we've won it. What else do you want from us? I think it's becoming increasingly a kind of managed democracy or a little bit closer to the Russian managed democracy model. I mean, I wouldn't want to overstate that. It is not Russia, but I think in the degree to which media is pro-Fides and the weakness of any kind of opposition now, it's starting to resemble more that model. That said, there wasn't widespread fraud, for example, in the election. There's some allegations of perhaps small-scale fiddling that went on, but it's not widespread. But I think the danger is that we're seeing a kind of a right-wing populist model take hold in Hungary, which parties elsewhere in Europe may look at and say, well, there are things we can learn from that. Poland is already copying, the Polish government's copying what Hungary's done. Poland's a few years behind, but uh, there are a lot of similarities with Hungary a few years ago. And further afield, even in some Western European countries, some West European parties perhaps are looking at what Orban's doing and thinking they can draw lessons. So, Neil, finally, what are the economic consequences for Hungary? 
Well, it's a paradoxical situation. The Hungarian economy, in some ways, is looking quite good at the moment. Growth was above 4% last year. It could be again this year. Unemployment has come down very sharply from over 11% when Fidesz came to power to only 3.8% now. The issue is, though, it's probably a lot less strong than it could have been if the government had followed different policies. If you look at ex-communist EU members as a whole, Hungary is in the bottom three in terms of average growth between 2010 and 2017 last year. In other words, the period of Fidesz being in office because it had a double dip recession in the early years and it's now latterly come out of that. Arguably, if they'd followed different policies, growth would have been stronger over the whole period and the Hungarian economy would be much stronger now than it is. The other issue is there is a big problem with cronyism, with business people who are close to Fidesz getting the lion's share of government contracts, many of them funded with EU funds, which is distorting competition in certain areas. So, The model doesn't look as sustainable as it might be or as strong as it could have been. Okay, thank you very much indeed to Neil Buckley here in this studio in London. If you want to hear more about Hungary and indeed Russia and other stories, you could listen in to our World Weekly podcast, which I chair, and this week features Neil and Alex Barker, our Brussels correspondent. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.